Courtney, with life short, I'll talk fast. Hi <laughs> guys, so I am so sorry that I have not posted in about two weeks and I'm going to be a day late this week. Uh, I got married, so I think that serves as a fair pass. Um, I am now happily married. And our wedding was on Friday, October 19th, so of course my little Halloween month got a little pushed back unintentionally. I was only supposed to miss one week, but I will give you guys a bonus episode this week or next week, not making any promises. <laughs> um, so I'm really, really excited to give you guys that. But today, I wanted to mainly wait for my husband to come home because I'm doing some spooky stories. And I'm a scaredy cat. (laughs) So, we had to wait away because scary stories scare me. Um, I listen to tons of scary podcasts. I listened to Two Girls with One Ghost with Corinne and Sabrina, and they are one of my favorite podcasts, so definitely check them out if you like scary ghost stories, as well as the No Sleep podcast, which is based on Reddit stories, and that's where we're going to be reading from today. I'm going to be trying to keep my voice very quiet, and I told my husband not to bother me, but uh, I'm in my bedroom with all the lights on. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's going to probably be a little short, but I think it'll be fun. So, let's dive in. Alright, so I did save some stories that I wanted to tell. So here we go. Now I just have to figure out how to get to, um... There my save. Okay. So, the first one is called Last Night. I got a recapture. There was something horribly wrong with it. This is by Blair Daniels on Reddit No Sleep. <clears throat> Have you ever seen a photo recapture? Instead of a checkbox, it's a low quality photo split into 16 square sections. It says something like select all squares with street signs. And you have to click every square that contains a street sign. At 11pm on Sunday night, I got one while downloading free stock images. It was a photo of a path through the forest. Select all squares with people. Okay, that was easy enough. In the center, there was a jogging woman in pink shorts. She took up a few of the middle squares and I clicked them all. I pressed verify. It didn't work. Select all squares with people, the message said again. I took off my glasses, placed them on the table, and squinted at the image. No, she wasn't the only person. Several feet off the chair, trail, not chair, (laughs) at the very edge of the image, I could see it. The edge of an arm, clad in a black sweatshirt with a pink thumb poking out. I triumphantly clicked the two squares, continuing it, containing it, verify. The image blinked as it refreshed. Then came the same text popped up, as if to taunt me. Select all squares of people. I rubbed my eyes and stared at the image. The trees cast low resolution. 
blocky shadows across the path. The woman's ponytail swung to the left, mid-motion. Patches, patches of yellow sunlight dappled the surrounding forests. I studied some of the darker shadows, far from the path, but none of them matched the silhouette of a person. I glanced to the edge of the image. No. The image had changed. The arm at the edge of the photo was now further in the frame, taking up three squares instead of two. Bulky shoulders and dark jeans followed it. And the jogger was just slightly further down the path, as if, as if she'd just taken a step. The touchpad was slick under my fingers. My heart pounded in my chest. Slowly, I dragged the cursor over the three squares and clipped them all. Verify. The image blinked. Select all squares with people. I leapt back from my computer. The image was different again. The man was further in the frame, taking a five squares. His hand was stretched out towards the jogger, just inches from her shoulder, and the jogger? She was toward her, turned towards him, eyes wide, mouth open in a silent scream. Click, click, click. I furiously clicked all the squares. Verify. Loading. Select all squares with people. The man's face was finally in frame. The hood of his sweatshirt was pulled tightly over his head. A translucent Halloween mask post poked out from underneath, pressed against his features. His hand was latched under her arm. She was screaming. Click, click, click. Verify. The image disappeared. It passed the recapture. I reported what I'd seen to the police. At first, they thought I was crazy. But as I gave them a detailed description of the images, they frantically took notes and asked me questions. The woman matched the description of a local woman, Kaylee Johnson. She went missing a week ago during an afternoon jog on the Wood Lakewood Trail. She was never found. So that is our first story, and I'm going <laughs> to um, unsave it now. I'm very, very superstitious, so anything to do with anything crazy like that, I like uh, just keep it off of me. <laughs> keep it away from me after I'm done. And we'll get into that in a second, which I think will be really fun after the story. Okay, the next one. My husband changed after I married him. There we go. <laughs> this is by Blair Daniels again from No Sleep. My husband changed after I married him. Ben used to be loving, kind, amazing. Every day he'd tell me I was beautiful, call himself the luckiest man alive. But just a few days after the wedding, everything changed. I'm miserable, he said. You're ruining my life. I wish I'd never married you. You're an ugly, stupid, thoughtless bitch. From there, the abuse got worse. I vividly remember the day he called me up while I was at work. As soon as the call connected, he began to shout, I'm miserable, Lydia. Don't you get it? I feel trapped. I can't do the things I want. I never have time to myself. Mm-hmm, I replied. Are you even listening? You know, I don't have endless time to talk to you on the phone. You're wasting my time if you're just sitting there, not even... Mm-hmm. Fuck you. This is your fault, Lydia. You did this to me. Mm-hmm. You stupid bitch. You know what? I shouldn't have married you. When I met you at Nightshade in that tight, skin-tight, tiny dress, I should have just... I dropped the phone. It turned to the ground. It tumbled to the ground. His voice exploded out the earpiece, tiny and incoherent. But I knew exactly what he was saying. I left work in tears. 
I spent the night at my mom's, alternating between carring and eating huge bowls of ice cream. A night turned into several nights, then weeks. I decided to visit Ben, in broad daylight, after a month had passed. When I saw him again, I felt a tinge of sadness. He looked up so pale and pitiful in his orange shirt, his lip trembling and his eyes wet. He immediately apologized. I was just stressed, he said. I didn't get much sleep that night. I was frustrated. I'm so, so sorry. I decided to stay with my mom, but I also decided to say those three terrible words. I forgive you. That was the wrong decision. I woke up at 3 a.m. in my mom's guest room to a noise. Click. 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 I rolled over and tried to fall back asleep. But the sound continued, pounding in my ears, keeping me from falling back into a wonderful sleep. Click. 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 I slowly sat up in a bed. In bed. Click. 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 It was coming from outside. I walked over to the window with a troubling hand. I grabbed the edge of the curtain and peeled it back. The yard outside was filled with moonlight. The grass swayed in the wind. And on that grass was a running figure. My heart sunk. I ran over to my mom's bedroom door, pounded on it as hard as I could. He's out there, mom. He's out there. She hobbled out of bed. Oh, Jessica, there's no way he could be out there. Are you sure you aren't imagining? Thump. The front door shook under a mighty blow. Thump. 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 Jessica, the man's voice yelled on the other side. I know you're in there. I clung to mom. For a minute, we both stood there, eyes wide, hiding in the shadows of the hallway, afraid to make even the tiniest sound. But we didn't have to wait long. Sirens broke through the darkness and the thumps ceased. I visited him one last time. He stared at me from behind the glass, looking pale in his orange jumpsuit. I picked up the phone and sat down in the chair. I took in a deep breath, hoping it would Fill me with confidence. Enjoying prison, I said. Didn't enjoy it before. Doubt I'd enjoy it now. How exactly did you break out? That's quite a feat, you know. He ignored my question. We could have had everything, he muttered. Low and clear under his breath. We could have been happy together. Marital bliss. He sucked in a deep breath through his nose. It almost sounded like a sniffle. But because of you, I've been rotting away. Here in prison for almost all of our marriage. What? You expected me not to go to the police when you told me? I asked. My voice wavered. I stopped, bit back the tears, and continued. When you were drunk out of your mind that night, you told me what you did to that woman. Every last detail. You deserve this, Ben. But I sat the phone down. I could hear the tiny sounds coming from it, but I didn't care. I ignored it, not even turning back to look at him one last time. Ben got what he deserved. Okay, <laughs> so those are the two stories on Reddit, No Sleep. Um, I only did two, I think I'm a slow reader or anything, obviously I read those very fast and I talk very fast, which is why this podcast is partly called Life Short, Talk Fast. Um, but now I kind of just wanted to go into a few things because I want to talk about spooky stuff. I'm sorry, I had pizza before recording this, so I have a couple of burps just trying to come out, um, but I do want to talk about ghosts and everything and, like, other spirits, um, I'm horrified of spirits and ghosts, (laughs) 
Um, I'm not horrified of them. I just respect them. And I understand that, you know, there's a very good chance that they exist in this world. And I do not doubt it for a second. I remember when I was younger, my dad did Civil War reenactments just for him to have something to do. We went to Gettysburg. And if you don't know what Gettysburg is, it's in Pennsylvania. And it's where a battle took place obviously with Civil War and we went there and we stayed in a hotel and the hotel was supposedly haunted. I didn't feel anything. Nothing felt weird and I not super sensitive, but I definitely know when there are other spirits. Um but I felt nothing in that room. But my mom had an experience. She said she smelt cigarette and also saw a ghost in Civil War uniform standing in the room at night while we were sleeping she didn't do anything because I mean what are you gonna do so she just conjured the cupboards and stayed there but uh she said that was probably one of the creepiest experiences she's ever had so that's definitely one and I like to believe that my grandparents house was haunted they don't live there anymore uh, they just recently sold the house, but I grew up there, and I remember one night laying in bed, and uh, I wasn't yet asleep, or I'd just woken up one or the other. I was younger. I was about 12 to 14, maybe, and I heard a breathing in my ear, and I'm going to try and recreate it. It was something like this. <sighs> And it was horrifying. And of course, I was terrified. And all I did was crawl underneath my colors and turn her over. But uh, I also always saw apparitions in the corner of my eye. When I looked dead on, they were never there. But it was always a little boy. Talking about it still gives me chills. <laughs> but um, I remember it very well to this day. And... Uh, I don't think it was badly haunted, but I did get some little vibes. And, uh, I love ghost stories. I think they're really interesting because we are definitely not the only people on this planet. And I think we should all respect them and everything. So, um, to cut this pretty very short, pretty very short, to make this short and sweet, and I know kind of lame because I'm not doing a whole lot and it's right now we're only at 15 minutes but I just kind of wanted to give you guys something I didn't have anything prepared um next week I'm going to try and do a conspiracy theory so I will definitely have more prepared for that but I hope you guys enjoyed these two little stories and some recounts that I had oh you know what I want to tell you guys this is a really really sweet story and it's not scary but it does have to do with the afterlife. So just to kind of clear things up, when I was younger, I had an aunt that I was very, 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 very close to. It was like having a second mom. Um, and she passed away, unfortunately, from cancer. I mean, she had everything you could possibly think of. She had brain, lung, uh, pancreatic. <sighs> um, I, I can't even remember all of them, but unfortunately she did pass away. And it was just really, really hard for our family and everything. But 
I believe in reincarnation and I also believe that, you know, spirits will just come and say, hey, it's okay, I'm okay. And uh, my, gr- my, my grandma, <laughs> my aunt was very religious and so I, I wasn't super religious mainly because I just didn't understand how anyone could take such amazing women away from their family. But that's not what this is about. Um, so I was meant to go to London um, for my sweet 16. That was going to be my little 16th birthday present. And uh, I think we were going home to go pack because I, I, my mom still wanted to go and everyone was telling us to go so that we could just kind of get out and, you know, have fun and try not to think too much about her passing. Uh, and let me just tell you, my aunt was an amazing woman. Uh, I'm trying not to go into too much detail just because it still makes me very upset and it's only been like eight years. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I love dogs. Let me just say that. I adore them. I think they're amazing creatures. They're they're so sweet and they're so protective. I actually have one laying on my bed right now. I have my door closed. The other one's out with my husband. But um, I just wanted one in here just for the stories. Because <laughs> I'm a little scaredy cat. But uh, she's just sleeping on the bed right now. But um, I, I adore dogs. I think they're just such wonderful animals. I love all animals, but specifically... Dogs are truly my all-time favorite, and my other favorite is uh, stingrays and giraffes. Little stingrays, you wanted to know. <laughs> but that being said, um, my aunt knew this. She knew how much I loved dogs, and she knew that I always wanted one growing up. But um, we went home to go pack, and we were getting out of the car, and I turned around, and there was a dog on the road. Nothing happens to this dog. <laughs> does not die. <laughs> does not get hit by a car. But I saw it and it it was just staring at me. Like it was staring at me immediately when I turned around and saw it. Like locked eyes. And I turned to my mom and I was like, hey, look, a dog. And she was like, oh, yeah. And we both tried to call it over, but it just stood there and it kept staring at me. We walked back, we walked up to the door and we're just like, all right, it's not going to come. So it's probably just someone in the neighborhoods. And um, so... We're going up to the door, we're unlocking the door, and I turn around, and it's still staring at me. And I just started thinking about my aunt, and suddenly everything just kind of felt like, okay. And then when I turned back the door, and I turned back once more just to get a look at him, he was gone. I mean... He was up the road and there was around, but he wouldn't have gotten away that fast. And it was just really, really odd that that just so happened to appear. My aunt had just passed away. So I like to believe that that was her way of coming to me and being like, I'm okay. And it's okay. And you're going to be okay. And while that didn't totally helped me throughout my high school years dealing with all of that it's still when I think about it just gives me like this <laughs> calm reassurance that everything's okay and maybe it was literally just a stray dog that was just looking at me and it did run away before I could turn around back and see it but 
and people can tell me that but at the same time it's like why you know remember if you've seen friends phoebe finds a cat that she thinks is her mother and it no one thinks it is and but ross tries to tell her and she says you know you, you, what if you had lost someone that you really cared about and this is who you think they are and this is them and that and it's just you have to let people be happy with what they think is true even if it's not even if you know better it's still super important just to support them and just be like yeah that's what happened also um my family likes to say that she's also a butterfly and she comes around to say oh I'm so happy so my cousin I believe <laughs> I'm not sure possibly has a t- butterfly tattoo my aunt had a butterfly tattoo before she passed um so we all associate with her with butterflies and so when we did like the cancer rallies and stuff they were release butterflies so we associated her with that um but at my wedding <laughs> my cousin's more a believer in this than anything we're at my wedding and behind us there's a little ocean and everything and there's a little marsh and none of the other areas had it which was weird there was no other butterflies but there were just like a couple of butterflies behind us me and my cousin and she was like look it's mom and she's like she's here she's she's always gonna be here and uh wow it it was I just you know at that time I didn't want to think about that because it does upset me that you know she never got to be here for all of these big things um it's so nice to think that she was there that day anyway and uh <laughs> so yeah that's my aunt and um I had a little teddy bear that she gave me when I was younger that just sits in my room and sits on my dresser and she's a very important part of my life and I might not be a very religious person but I do sometimes talk to her in my head and just ask her to help um but yeah those are the two stories that I have about my aunt kind of just coming down in a form mainly butterflies and um, whenever I do see butterflies sometimes at weird times when I don't expect to see one it's it's nice and it's calming and I do think about it that way but I also get a little scared because butterflies freak me out because if you've ever seen that episode of Spongebob where there are butterflies and one lands on him and it's just like this weird buzzing noise yeah (laughs) that freaks me out I don't know why butterflies are beautiful and I shouldn't have to get over that weird phobia (laughs) but uh yeah so all right we are at 23 minutes I was trying to make this a little bit longer because I felt bad that we were only at 15 but that's all I have for you guys this week um I hope you guys enjoyed and you can listen to this podcast on Anchor, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Um, so I guys hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you'd like to follow me, I will put down my links below where you can, f- or in the description where you can follow me. And uh, if you want to donate to this podcast, there, I'm sorry. <laughs> There will also be a link in the description so you can go and, you know, give whatever you can if you can, if you're financially available to do so, but you do not have to. Um, 
So thank you guys for listening, and I will definitely be making you a bonus episode as well as a conspiracy theory next week. So, bye! (laughs)